0: We have explained that there is a special status for Kever. This is in the Pasuk itself. The Kever is explicitly specified in the Torah. And now we are going to start seeing examples of things that are like a Kever and have a status of a Kever. Now, as you may recall, a Golel is not necessarily a Kever. A Golel has a separate tum'ah, independent from it being a kever or not, that is, mida Rabbanan, The dofek of the golel, what, what supports the golel, also has tum'ah mida Rabbanan, But the kever itself has a special status, mida oraita And a spe- some special dinim that apply to it as well. Halacha Aleph B'yit satum, shehamet betucho metamemikos, seviva vehanoge'a bo meachorav o kever satum. Uh, when if there is a house or, or uh, by it really means uh, room, usually not only house that is sealed. Sealed is a key word here that has inside it a met. It has tum'a kol all around it. In other words, from all of its uh, sur- all the sur- all the surfaces around it would be would be a metamebemaga maga. Uh, its roof, its walls, uh, front, back, because it's like a kever if an opening is, is made, and uh, opening here, as you're going to see a little later, is going to become a little more evident, is, uh, it, it's significant because through the opening, and again this is all a function of perception, through the opening is that the met is going to be brought out, if, if an opening is made, even if it was then, the opening was then sealed later, unless the person completely removes all the potential of this opening, but by removing the, the frame, etc., uh, if anyone touches uh, the, the, the back or the front of the house would be tahor, and now the tum'a concentrates, concentrates around the, this petah, so uh, there is a special sort of like kula with respect to an opening, all the tum'ah concentrates around the opening, so long as the tum'ah as a as the petah is is uh, is capable. Of letting the met come out through it, because again the expectation is that that's where the met is going to come out, and you have to imagine this happens even today it happens quite often. You have somebody passing away within a room or within a house, and these are the laws that would apply then. So if we are talking about a met itself, a cadaver, then we need the petah to be to be four tefahim wide, because that's how that's how how broad it needs to be for the the med to be capable of passing if uh, if it's kazait if it's only a, a, a piece of, of a cadaver then it's it's only it's only one tefah, and anything above kazait would treat like an entire cadaver <laughs> so now we are dealing with a situation in which there, a house has petachim, and as we said, the tum'ah is going to concentrate within the Pesach, not around the walls of the house. And we are only talking about magar right now, not, not uh, tum'at ohel. So if it has several petachim, if they are all locked, in other words, it's not expected that the met is going to come out from any specific one of them, they are all And not only that, but also if anyone is sitting... By one of those openings, under the awning that 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 hovers over this opening, that person would be tamem, because of Tumat Ohel on top of the of the of the of the del, of the Petah. Niftachah hadmehenu she hashav leosiyah be hadmehen v'farpishe hashavah har shemet hamet. Afilu hashav leosiyah b'chalon al alarba. So, first, remember it has pedahim, so this is not kever satum. It's not a bite, it's not a it's not fully sealed house, which would be like a kever. And again, the, the idea of a kever is that a met is put there to stay there forever, to rest in peace forever and ever until uh, until until hametim. But when the house has several openings, to, even if a person just has in mind to use one of those openings to remove the meds from the house, that is enough to save, to remove the, the, the tum'ah from all the other petahim. And again, there is nothing intrinsic about the tum'ah. I, I can't repeat this more often. I, I cannot stress this enough. This is not about something intrinsic, something real. It's all about perception. It's all about how we feel, how we experience this situation. And the way we experience the situation is if we think this one petah is the one that is going to come through, that is where we, in our unconscious, concentrate the ah, that's the one that actually ends up being tame, very consistent halacha in perception. Also, if the person started opening an opening, even if it's not ready yet to get the mat from there, or if there, if the, 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 there was a, a locked door, a sealed door, but the idea is to open it at some point and to bring the mat out from there, that will also save the other openings from tomorrow. Now, if there if, uh, there is several windows, not, not doors, but windows, and they are all locked, they are all sealed, they are all tehorot, because nobody is going to think that the mat is going to come through there. If they are opened, they are all tehorot, and they are not saved by the doors. Again, don't try to find the logic within it, it's all about perception. If there is a a, a smaller, a smaller uh, opening, and then a larger opening. This happens uh, many times. I, I've seen some garage doors that have within the garage door a, a door that that is that opens for for an, a small per for a person for something smaller than a car to come through. So that's an example of petah katan petah petah If the person, um, if the person uh, intended sorry, actually for this work in this Salahad they need to be next to one another. So you have two petahim, one next to another, one is big, one is small. Um, If there is an ohel on top of both of them then there's going to be an ohel and uh, anything under it is going to be tameh. But if the intention is to use a small one then that intention exempts the larger one. If both of them are sufficient to to, to uh, or are enough are are capable of, of bringing the dead through there. Then um, an ohel on top of both of them would also bring to mat ohel but if the intention is to, on, to only use one of them, then the other one becomes tahor, consistent with the with the principles we just explained before. <laughs> If the intention was to take him from one door of the house, and then the family came and said, no, let's take him from the other door, then that intention transfers the Tum'ah from one door to the other. Absolutely transfers the Tum'ah. Again, nothing real about the Tum'ah. It's all about the mind of the person. And so long as this is not, they're not playing games. If they are playing games, then they both are going to be Tame. Gimal. Batim ha-petohim li-ach sadra ve-hamet be-ahad Im ha-yad ar lamet laset aset haser ha-re be-cha'ar tahor ve-ha-batim temeim. Ve-im la-o be-cha'ar tame ve batim tehorim. So you have to imagine right now, it would be helpful if you have a drawing, a a, um, a C-shaped a c-shape of houses and in the center there is a haser that's how houses used to be built around the courtyard and in between the houses and the haser there is something called a uh, ahsadra which is some sort of an awning that sort of joins all the houses together um uh, in addition to that there is also a betshar which is a back door To to go to to the main street. So you can either go to the haser, passing through the achsedra, or you can skip the achsedra and go directly to Rishu Darabim through the bechar. Okay. If the the idea, if the if the custom is for the met, or if the if the plan is for the met to come out through the haser, then the bechar is going to be tahor, and all the houses are going to be Temeim by virtue of the achsedra. If the bechar is the way, then the bechar is going to be tame, and all the houses are going to be tehorim, despite the achsadra, which which creates a sort of an Ohel that joins all of them. It joins all the all the all the doors of the houses. If uh, any inner room within any of these houses that is locked, is sealed, and then uh, the Tum'ah comes into this room through some of the windows, and we're going to see how Tum'ah comes through windows. Then the outside rooms, the rooms that are outside this room that is sealed, are Tehorim, because the Tum'ah has a way to come out, which is the same way it came in through that window. Dalit. So this is very important. It's one of the conditions, one of the elements for something to be a kever. And this is one reason why something would not be a kever, uh, even though it has a golel on top and even though it's fully sealed. So that this is an instance in which tum'at golel will be only mid without being accompanied by tum'at kever mitoraita. And that is that the cover for it to be a cover, it needs to have at least a cubic tefah of empty space between the dead and and, uh, and, and I don't know where, but probably in the ceiling. And even if, and even if there is much more than that, there is no outside limit on how much empty space there could be. So you could have, the Empire State Building, um, if it's fully sealed and it has a mint inside, the entire thing is like a kever, so long as there is at least one cubic tefah of empty space. <speaking in Hebrew> so means a, a, a let's call it a squished tum'ah tum'a that doesn't have this breathing room of one cubic tefah. If there is uh, tum'ah resusah, and and the reason and the reason um around it or or there, a cubic tetah of empty space, tum abuka adve ola, bukaadvi ored it, wentameh, ella han nogeaken atum amilemala, le hamile mala, one no geakeneg matta o masheta hil ala milemata. Awara no ge alisahabinyatahur. <out> this were a very important rule of tum Avitahora with Tumar Um if you have a tum arasusa, so you have let's say a tomb that doesn't have this empty space, then the difference between a kever and a tomb in, the, in this respect is going to be um, mostly about what's at stake is really the 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 outer the, the sides. So tum'a will always have the ability to go up and to go down. Okay, whether it's a kever or, or just a dead person, it's going to go up and it's going to go down. And if you make an ohel on top of of the tumah, even if it's a hundred feet on top of the tum'ah and somebody is inside that ohel at the same time, then the, the tum'ah is going to be seen as this permeating um, thing that goes up and goes down. If it is a cover, then even if you touch one of the sides, that's going to also bring about tum'ah amido right down. This is a very important rule in Tum Atmet, which, which we just explained. If you have something like Metamebe Ohel, so it's minamet for example, and it's Ratsus, it's covered, it's sealed with something, and it doesn't have any room, any one tefa uh, cubic tefa of room. Then it will only go in two directions, up and down. It will not go to the sides around. And when we say to the sides, unlike the up and down, which is ad infinitum, uh, to the sides it's just through the walls. And it, we're talking about muat maga here. A couple of examples: Kesad, kerish letevuah, ogal shle avanim vechazay minamet b'tocho, vechelim b'tzada tumah veinanugaim <laughs> ba. Hakelim tehorim vechol keliysh b'toch ogal b'chuvan kenigat tumah mi lemalom mi Tamem. So Ramav says, imagine a pile either of of stones or of grain, and inside it there is a mat under it. And obviously there is no breathing room whatsoever, so to speak. Obviously nobody's breathing. Um, And then there is a keli, there is some kind of garment on the side of this pile. So the pile is broader than, than the met, so it's not directly on top of the mat, but it's touching the entire pile. But, but because the entire pile, and we had explained this a couple of chapters ago, if you have a pile of stones, it's only the, the stones that are touching the met, the first layer that, that has a tum at golil. the rest does not. So the tum of the mat is only going to go directly up or directly down. If the garment is directly above the mat, it's going to become tameh if it's on the side and touching the, the, the outermost layer of this pile, it's not going to become Tameh, unless there is a tefah of empty space, a, a cubic tefah of empty space within it, in which case the entire thing is, is, is deemed as a keversa tomb, as a sealed uh, tomb, and then the Tum'ah is going to go all around. Halachavav. So if you have a house and you fill it up completely with with uh, soil or with stones, so you don't leave one cubic tefa of empty space and there is a dead person inside it, it's going to be treated in the same exact way, not like a kever, but rather... Like a uh, tumah bochalvi or la bochalvi or reded, the tumah goes into directions up and down. Zain, tumah ashir resusabakotel v'samachzuk kalakotel, ha sukate me'asher ne'asah kotel sad misidah ohel, v'farpisah <laughs> se'adim tehorim la <laughs> noga, ilulu hayalahem ohel, aval mi'chen asah lehen ohel ha kulota me'charet tumah betochos. Rvam explains here something in the Gemara about a sukah that's made. Adjacent to, or using a wall within which there is kaza'it min hamet. Okay, so one of the walls of the sukkah has kaza'it min hamet. Now, it doesn't have any any breathing space within it, so it's not a kever. It shouldn't be mitamim min It should not bring tumat maga on its sides. But, and yet, the sukkah itself is temea Why is that? It's not because of tumat maga min because the reason here is tumat resusa, but If you follow the direction of this Tum'ah, it goes up, it goes down, then when this Tum'ah goes up, within that wall, it's going to hit the ceiling, the Sechach of the Sukkah, which is going to serve as the Ohel, and it's because of Tum'at Ohel that the Sukkah itself is going to be Teme'ah, not because of Tum'at Magam, because of Kever. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen.